Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by several of the stars from season 21 of NBC's The Voice. Raquel Trinidad and Jim and Sasha Allen. Let's get to it. We're first joined on the star line by the hippie who loves yoga, art, and music. She takes care of other people in Tampa, but now it's time for her to show her talent. We welcome Raquel Trinidad. Hello. I love that. Raquel, let's go beyond the mic. You've talked about your musical influences in the past, but how does this voice experience rank with them? Well, I've been pretty lucky because coincidentally, the coaches seem to have a really, really, really similar style to mine. A lot of them are um, R&B jazz based. So my favorite singers have always been the really soulful, powerful singers like Stevie Wonder, Amy Winehouse, which I've mentioned. Um, But I really like that the judges really actually know how to maneuver that type of genre. So I'm glad that they've been able to help me so much. There are legends everywhere. Ariana, Kristen Chenoweth, Ed Sheeran. You must be in hog heaven. Yes. Oh, my God. They're all legends. It's kind of unreal. (laughs) But um, I come every day like thinking, okay, let me not act starstruck. (laughs) let me not let them think that I'm obsessed because they're all so amazing. I've learned so much from them over the years that it's hard not to show how obsessed with them I am. (laughs) You talk about learning. Ariana has guided you, but which of her suggestions made you think differently on how you handle something? Oh, there was a part that was not shown on TV. That was 100% the most useful thing that she's taught me so far. Um, It was in the previous battles that were just shown. Um, She was teaching me about singing from not my diaphragm. It's like widely known that you're supposed to sing from your diaphragm, but that's really not true. It's your entire back and your entire stomach. It's like a wide band that you're supposed to be singing from. So I don't know. That was kind of debunked for me a little bit, and it's helped me a lot. Let's get people to know a little bit more about you. Where's your favorite place to drive people when you're back in Tampa? Uh, There's like this really pretty boat dock that people don't really know about um, in a little city called Coconut Grove. And um, it's somewhere where people are like, I don't know. What should we do? Maybe we should go to the park. And like, no, I have the perfect spot for you. And it's so peaceful. And I like to hang out there by myself when I'm not on the clock. How about those amazing friendships you've discovered during the show? Oh, man, I could give you names. (laughs) I have made some best friends here. Um, There's definitely like my squad that I have, which is really sweet because when you're in something like this, a lot of times the people are competitive. I've been on TV shows like this before, and I hate that part of it where people are competitive and oh, I don't. I can't make friends. I can't get close to people because they're going to leave. But for me, I am here for the experience and making friends with really talented artists is actually a great time for me. It doesn't feel competitive at all. It's time for the Rocky Nate eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Okay. Most underrated place to hang out with your friends. Ooh. Hmm. Definitely the beach, but not like the crowded beach. I like the secluded beaches where there's nobody. Um, I will also give you a little overrated one. I really hate going bowling. Really? Is it because you're bad at it? (laughs) Yes. Well, it's awkward to me. Like everybody's just watching you throw a ball and I am bad at it. So that's probably (laughs) part of it. And you have to like walk back and react 
I don't know. It's uncomfortable for me. <laughs> Do you always evacuate for hurricanes or what was the last one you wrote out? Oh, wow. That's a good question. No. Um, I think it must have been like five years ago, the last time that I've evacuated. But yeah, I don't know. I've never, I didn't go through any of the crazy, crazy ones. I've seen some heavy rain and I put up my shutters. That's all you got to do in Florida. Where's the best place to get your favorite food in Tampa? Ooh, there's this place that I used to work called Sharan's Tavern. It's a sports bar. And they're known for their Philly cheesesteaks, which is interesting because it's in Tampa. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, but it's a really good one. I don't know if I, I'm glad that I started working there because I might not have ever seen it. It's really hidden, but I would recommend. Favorite game to play with your friends since it's not bowling. <laughs> um, One game that I always bring with me. I got this from my dad. Bocce ball is a great game for any time ever. Um, if you don't know what bocce ball is, it's the game where you're throwing one ball towards a smaller ball and whoever gets the closest wins. Super easy concept and really fun, especially with a few drinks. <laughs> so it's modified bowling. It's, it's, you're not knocking any pins down. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so what's one thing people need to know about you? Hmm. Um, I think that I come off very 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 energetic and it's a lot for some people so maybe a disclaimer hello if i meet you i will love you and i will be super nice to you please accept it <laughs> do you love or hate roller coasters love roller coasters i will go on anything what's your favorite one Ooh, bush gardens chikra and montu honorable mention are you scared of needles? Of needles? Um, I'm terrified. Sometimes. It's kind of weird. Um, I think when I get my blood drawn, I feel like I'm going to pass out. But if it's a regular shot, I'm fine, which is surprising. Same here. Where did you watch your favorite sunset? That is a beautiful question. There is this really, really, really pretty, pretty pier in Tampa, um, in Oldsmar, where I used to go there as a child with my family. My dad would always take us. And even growing up, going without him, it's the most beautiful place that exists. It's time for one big question with Raquel Trinidad beyond the mic. Raquel, you once saying, quote, he's a language I don't know yet, but I've got some time to learn. His texture so marvelous, it's got to hurt. Let's just exist before they try to start telling us not to grow as we please, unquote. Have you figured out love yet? I absolutely have, but that song was written before I had like, ever found real love. Um, I would always kind of put myself in the shoes of somebody else who might be in love and try to imagine it. But until it really happened to me, the love songs have gotten so much better and more true. And I write for my boyfriend all the time. So what's the best story from your time on The Voice? <laughs> um, across the street from our hotel, there is a Denny's. And we have had many, many, many Denny's adventures all together. And we have our favorite server, <laughs> who is this really, really funny older man. And we've kind of become best friends with him. We go there just to visit him. <laughs> she loves roller coasters, rides out those hurricanes, and has adventures at Denny's. From season 21 of NBC's The Voice, we thank Raquel Trinidad for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you, Sean. That was so fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Mic in your mere seconds from the second half of the interview. Please listen to another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, people you need to know. Likes and five-star ratings are always appreciated. Next up, we're joined on the star line by the father-son duo from Newtown, Connecticut. We welcome Jim and Sasha Allen.
Good morning. Good morning, friends. Let's go beyond the mic. Why do you both love music so much? Um, I love music because I think it spans generations and it's, um, it's so universal. And I feel like that's a reason why I've always loved playing with my dad is because my dad has an appreciation for music now. And I have a appreciation for music that he grew up with. And so it's this thing that spans generations and it's something that we've always um, connected with. Music has always been a big part of my life because I was raised around so much music and I was raised, you know, playing guitar with my dad and singing. And so I've seen firsthand how it um, connects people and how it's this constant thing. It's similar for me. I, I grew up in as the youngest of six in a very musical family. So when the family would get together, you know, out comes the guitar, the piano and uh, singing harmony together. I always, uh, I also grew up listening to a lot of harmony singing country bluegrass and even like um, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, those kind of sounds. So I always wanted to experience what's that like singing inside a, a really great small group harmony thing. And so with Sasha here, it's like I'm in heaven. As the oldest of six, I totally understand, Jim. How has Ariana pushed you both to be better artists? Um, I think, well, during our blind audition, um, when she was giving feedback after um, she turned her chair, she was talking about how she wanted to push us vocally and hear more range from us. And she definitely she definitely pushed us to do that and signed, sealed, delivered. Um, she keeps her promises and she definitely pushed me especially out of my comfort zone and i feel like since that performance i have been a better artist and i feel like i've been a better singer and she kind of i think she working with ariana taught me that i can do more vocally than i will give myself credit for i can push myself further than i think i can and she's just very she's very passionate about the little things in a performance and very passionate about the nitty gritty, whether it's what people are doing on stage, you know, physically or what you're doing musically or vocally. She's very, um, she's very in tune with that. How has Ariana Chenoweth, Ed Sheeran helped you along this path? I mean, Jim, you've passed your love of folk to your son. How has this experience helped elevate you both for your future? So yeah, walking in and seeing Kristen Chenoweth, they're ready to coach this session we did with Sophia Bromberg. Um, for me personally, it's, um, it's like a renaissance of time for me. To, uh, you know, I've been a music teacher for decades now and I've played with lots of people, but suddenly we're sitting here with these incredibly gifted professionals at the peak of their powers, listening and encouraging us and offering some, you know, some fine points, some really insightful listening, uh, observations, uh, but also just you know, cheering us on and validating and affirming what's working already. And so what I love about the show is that there's actually tremendous freedom for the artists to put together, especially in those, um, those battle rounds, those duets, to put together unique arrangements and, and, and create things like out of the blue and then bring them to the coaches. And the coaches are like, ah, that's really working. That's happening. You've got it. And then they'll, they'll get to that next level of refining it. And, um, it's, you know, working at a whole other level with industry professionals. Uh, who knows what the future holds, but we're so blessed to be here. It's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There's no pressure. I have questions for both of you and a couple of questions for each of you. 
How many pairs of shoes do you own, Sasha? Oh, Doc Martens. I have one pair of shoes at a time. Actually, it's a special time in my life, though, because I actually have two pairs of shoes right now. Wow, just two pairs. You're kind of like me. Yeah. Jim, favorite memory of the Flagpole Radio Cafe? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think it would have been singing um, with Tom Chapin and my friend Rick Brodsky uh, doing the train song. and the title of which escapes me at five in the morning, but uh, playing guitar with Harry Chapin's brother, Tom, and also playing with Livingston Taylor on that show was just the peak. Sasha, you put your art on eBay. Who's your favorite artist? Oh, my favorite artist, uh, Mr. Doodle. For both of you, what's your favorite type of cheese? Oh, uh, um, Gouda. S- smoked Gouda. <laughs> That's pretty good. How about favorite amusement park ride? Oh, God. Um, I hate rides. I um, only do like the game. I won't go on anything. Um, yeah, I'm good with the roller coaster to a point. Wow. <laughs> that was a very light answer. <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> Jim, who's your favorite folk artist of all time? Uh, let's see. Oh my God. Um, Paul Brady is one of my favorites from Ireland. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, it's hard to rank any because there's so many brilliant ones, but Paul Brady comes to mind immediately. Uh, tremendous Irish troubadour. And Jim, on what occasion do you pig out on food? Mm. Uh, let's see. Dinner time. <laughs> Somewhere between 11 p.m. <laughs> and, you know, watching, uh, you know, an old movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha, who made the My Boyfriend is Sasha Allen and He'll Beat You Up t-shirt? Because I thought I thought that was hilarious. Oh yeah, my um, my friend Maddie made that for my girlfriend. My my girlfriend's like, oh, I want a shirt for the for the. I made everybody, all my you know, my friends and my family shirts, and they were just kind of very generic boy shirts. But she wanted one that would like catch people's attention when she was walking around her college campus. It's time for one big question with Jim and Sasha Allen from NBC's season twenty one of The Voice Beyond the Mic. Friends, win or lose, what's the one thing that you will take away from this experience? Um, I well, I think. You know, it, it was, it's been the best time of my life totally from doing it to watching it. Um, and I'm really just going to take away the advice that I've gotten from the mentors, the advice I've gotten from Ariana, and just the overall experience in the industry and going on a stage that big and seeing what goes into it and seeing hopefully, you know, what's to come in my future, in our future. And for me, you know, it's being here with a member of my family and that special connection uh, this is you know i'm i'm getting time with my son that i might not have otherwise and it's like a double dream come true and that family connection really extends the feeling we have that camaraderie with these other performers of all ages it's it's a, it's a beautiful experience and that that feeling of fellowship is is going to stay with us forever everyone finds those lifetime friends who's the one lifetime friend that you've made because of this show um, what comes to my mind is definitely a girl named Tom, the sibling trio. They're like just as wholesome in real life as they come across on stage. They're like probably, I think, uh, out of everybody here who's made me laugh so hard, I think they've, all three of them have made me laugh the hardest. They're just really, <laughs> they're really sweet and they always have been. I think they are definitely a favorite of everyone here. They're great. And I, we, we will have a lifetime, lifetime friend in Sophia Bromberg of San Francisco, who is this astoundingly talented Our battle pairing partner. She, yeah, yes. she was working with her was we had like I've never had so much fun with preparing and rehearsing a song in my whole life. We had 
so much fun together. Sasha only owns two pairs of shoes. They both love Smoke Gouda, and Jim will only ride roller coasters. We thank Jim and Sasha Allen from NBC's The Voice for taking the time to talk with us today. John, thank, thank you. you so much. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut. <laughs>